More resources available online at jennifer-jackson.org. This is Simply for Women. Yes, and there are there are lots of resources online. You can go to jennifer-jackson.org. I have recipes. I have prayers, showers of power that you can print off for free and hang in your shower. I have uh, Bible studies, just different things. Uh, you can listen to some audio there. All the previous radio shows are at jennifer-jackson.org. Even send me an email. I want to hear from you. So send me an email this week. I would love to hear from you. But in the meantime, we have Denise Miller with us again here today. She is the director of the ministry Disarming Love. That is a ministry to families of inmates. We really enjoyed the previous episode with Denise because she shared her heart, shared her testimony about going to church as a child. And then during these uh, prodigal years, she uh, had an abusive marriage, but ultimately came back full force to the Lord. And I believe in that process, God gifted her with this incredible compassion. She shared how she had a speech impediment from age four to 14. She was in speech classes and God helped her overcome. And because of all of that, she has been through her compassion level is out the roof, her love for God. And so she now is helping inmate families. So welcome back to the show, Denise. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you for having me back. It's wonderful to have you. Yes, he is so good. So uh, what a great what a great testimony you gave yesterday. Your parents married 56 years, a faithful uh, godly mother. It was just a beautiful testimony. And then you you tell how as clear as day you had an answer from God to leave your government working job that you'd had for 26 years. And so let's where you left off, you had started at a ministry for a hospitality house for inmates or families of inmates. Yeah. Um, God, God showed me that there was hospitality houses across the, in the United States um, for families of inmates to stay at when they came into an area to visit their loved ones that are residing, residing behind bars at the local correctional institutions. And I thought, oh, that is so cool, like a Ronald McDonald house, mm-hmm. but for the the families of inmates. I mean, that is great. That helps them stay connected with their loved ones. And it's not their fault that their loved ones made this choice or their loved one just is behind bars. And I just thought it was awesome that there was something that was helping these families that kind of just get pulled along with their loved ones. Um, I think we all love somebody. We all have those connections. And when you love somebody, you're tied to them. And if they make bad decisions, those bad decisions can also affect us. And obviously, we love them, and it hurts our heart for them. But um, so much so with the families of inmates, they very much um, have, they get painted with the same brush as a stigma that the families mm. of inmates go through yeah. often. And it just breaks my heart because so often they're just innocent victims of the crime. What is the committed. what is the stigma that the families of inmates face? So just so that we understand, so that we might love them better. Um, the stigma very much is that the family must be bad, or there must be bad apples in the family, or the parents must have failed. Mm. They were bad parents. There's something going on behind closed doors we didn't know about. 
or they didn't teach them the basic morals or ethics that we should have been taught. And like the family almost brings it on themselves is how it's perceived. Is that the case? There must have been some things, uh, mostly with the parents. Everybody looks to the parents in society. Oh, wow. Where were their parents when that happened? And so many times we, there isn't much compassion for these families because society says, well, there must have been something going on there. I mean, their child wouldn't have grown up and done that. Or if their brother did that, then they're probably a trouble too, you know, that apple doesn't fall far from a tree. And what's really heartbreaking, Jennifer, is many times there's children that mm. are painted because they brush. Mm-hmm. Somehow that they are less than, that they're not equal to because they have a loved one or a parent that's in prison. Like they've done something wrong. That they are somehow not as important as kids whose parents haven't posed to do a bad decision like that. Yeah. Wow. So much suffering and hurt for the inmates' families, and they're living with the consequences of what's happened every day, yeah. as well as the inmate. So, how do do you have any stories of a family that you've helped, or anyone, or maybe even tips on how we could help an inmate family? Yes, yes. Um, I started disarming love to try to help families stay in contact with their loved ones behind bars. I obviously did not have a house. God has blessed me with a house to open as a hospitality house. But we have the largest women's prison in the country right here in my backyard, about Mm. 10 miles from my house. And um, ultimately, my dream is to have a hospitality house there that people should come in and visit their loved ones. But right now, our focus is just to help them um, keep those relationships alive, those connections strong. Um, The more visitors that an inmate has, they have a much less chance of recommitting crime when they get out. That's good. It drops their chances of um, reoffending dramatically. So we want to help these families because many times there's a cost to going to visit because the families are, the family members, the institution will oftentimes place them in a correctional institution that's not anywhere near the family. So if you have somebody in, you could have somebody in Columbus, Ohio, and maybe they're there in a federal prison, but they're from Iowa. But they were sentenced to the Ohio institution because it's a federal, you know, a federal prison. So the families have to travel. Mm -hmm. A lot of costs and gas. Um, transportation, food, time off work. And so that's what we're helping with. And we have a family right now. We're starting to help our very first family. We're very excited. Um, the mom is Kelly. She's been in prison for about 11 years here in Florida. And she has three daughters. And her daughters are all young adults now. And they don't get to go see their mom very much because she's four hours. One way, so it's an eight-hour round trip from where they live. So we are taking um, Lauren, Emily, and Olivia, her three daughters, are trying to find the perfect date so that they can all go together. And they are going to go see their mom together and visit her. And 
they had a brother that passed away because her mother's been in prison, mm. sadly. And their brother had two young sons, Jacob and Noah. And um, they planned to take Jacob and Noah also so they can meet their grandmother for the first time. Mm. Wow. So we're going to help That's them incredible. with the cost to mm-hmm. drive down there. Um, the, we're going to provide a hotel for the first for, for one night. We're going to give them dinner um, for the night that they arrive. And then um, a lunch for on the way home. That's awesome. So we're hoping that's going to come together in about the next two or three weeks. The one daughter is a military spouse, and she just got back from living in Hawaii. She hasn't seen her mom in three years. Mm. So much pain, isn't there? How do you pray for uh, families of inmates? We have about two minutes max left. Um, pray that they know that they're loved. Um, we as a church, as God's people, really need to get that across to them that we're not blaming them for what their loved one might have done that we know (laughs) that it wasn't their choice and all they did was love their child or their grandchild or whoever might have committed the crime they need to know that we see that and we understand that and we don't blame them for for what their loved one has done Mm -hmm. and um Pray that they can feel welcome at our churches, that they can feel like they can talk about it without without a sense of shame. Yes. Because um, that's so very prevalent um, in today's society. It doesn't take anything for, I mean, there was just a shooting not too far from my home, and somebody immediately said, well, you could tell that guy's parents really screwed up. Mm. And I'm like, Really? How do you know that? How, how do you know? <laughs> you know? And that's immediately the kind of attitude we see. And they are so often hidden. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to share. They don't want to say where their loved one is. And they are going through a lot of heartache. Many times there's a financial strain on the family because one of their uh, bread makers is no longer there to provide. Um, grandmothers are raising their grandchildren. In addition to... They're heartbreaking for the child who has made a bad decision. They're also trying to raise their grandchildren on a fixed income. Sure. Well, Denise, we have to go, but I was hoping before we did go that maybe you'd say a very quick prayer for the inmate families. About 10 seconds. Thank you, God, for today. I want to ask you to just be with these inmate families. Let them know they are loved, God. They are loved and cherished by you, God. And... You want to know them. You want to have that relationship with them, God, and that you are there for them. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. You will bring comfort today to any inmate family member who is listening to my voice. I'm Jennifer Jackson, and you have been listening to Simply for Women. That was Denise Miller. She is the director of the ministry Disarming Love, a ministry to the families of inmates. Thank you, Denise. Have a wonderful day. You have been listening to Simply for Women. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. 
Simply be with God.